Linda, thanks for being here. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Stephen. Now, I don't know how much you've listened as our new recent hire. I know the curriculum is that you listen to a little bit of Window to the Soul, mm-hmm. which is an honor. But there's a question I like to ask every single person when they come on. And I usually remember and sometimes I forget, but it is just, it's a very funny question. Okay. So where are you originally from? Upstate New York. Okay. Like JFK Airport? Which one did you use? Um, no, like up in the snow belt. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> kind of near where Jesse's from. Wow. Yeah. So what was that? What was the airport you would use? Well, I don't even remember flying at that age. Oh, well. Maybe out of Syracuse. Okay. So mm-hmm. you're, you're off the plane at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. You're, you're hailing the Uber, the cab, et cetera, et cetera. It's been a long flight. You're getting in the Uber. Daniel, the Uber driver, turns around and he says, how's it going, Linda? Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. And then you kind of make small talk. And he says, okay, explain to me what you do. How would you explain to that Uber driver what you do professionally um this is an opportunity you can go as much detail what would you say to that uber driver i would say that my experiences have led me to positions of support to Mm -hmm. others support positions that um help different departments maybe wear a lot of different hats but what I do is I try to embrace the culture and and help out wherever is needed. That's kind of what I do. It's kind of the way I am in my personal life, as well as my family and my professional. Awesome. He would be very satisfied with that answer, and he would continue charging you too much for the Uber, but he would get you <laughs> where you need to go. Um, so you mentioned... Syracuse originally, or that area, mm-hmm. the snowy caps of New York? Yes. What was um, that like? That was that was fun. I was little, so of course I didn't have to deal with the chains on the tires and, you know, commuting at that point. But um, I, some favorite memories would be tobogganing, you know, but my dad would pull all four girls up the hill and then... And then let us ride and do it again. He was just awesome. And so then finally he had a job opportunity that brought him to Virginia. And that's where we've stayed. Now, this is going to sound ignorant, but tobogganing? I know. What is that? Well, I know. You wouldn't have a toboggan down here. you got to have significant snow to so toboggan. So a, a toboggan is an object. It it's is not a, an activity. It is a sled, wow. more or less. But it has a curvature and it's wooden. And it can put like four little girls on it and send them down the hill. So kind of like a like a bobsled, like a miniature bobsled. Maybe, maybe a toboggan. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Now was was that? You must be from Virginia. <laughs> whole my whole life I've been here. <laughs> That's why you don't know. I don't know, but I've heard someone say something about tobogging. So now is toboggan? Is that like a big snowy caps activity? Was that were you a professional tobogganer? No, but um, I certainly did enjoy it because all I had to do was sit. Yeah, and then and the push. enjoy the ride. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so you said you had sisters. Are you? Mm-hmm. Where do you fit in the age hierarchy? I am the youngest of okay. four girls. Wow. And what my family, um, why we were in upstate New York, is my dad had this dream, even though he was from Rutherford, New Jersey, of a dairy farm, 
went to college. After college, tried to start a dairy farm. Well, he did do it, but I was the fourth girl, and then he gave up. Oh. And we moved to Virginia. Well, at least he lasted the, the first no, three. He no kept it going. To uh, keep it going. The lineage couldn't, can, you didn't have any dairy farm aspirations? Uh, no, thank oh. you. No. I, dairy farms are cool, though. They're a lost art. Absolutely. And they've made a comeback. People love farms now, but it's <laughs> hard work. No, no vacation. Yeah. Um, you know, you just have to have more resources, I yeah. think, to That's make awesome. it happen. That's yeah. a prime like dairy farm area, right? Like Wisconsin, upper northern the U.S. up there. Um, Geography, obviously, not my strong suit. I like, that's where everyone has. I suppose that you know it was good for that, but my, I was the youngest, so I was there the least amount of time. I consider myself a southerner. Yeah, pretty much. I, being a full time southerner, I guess you would call it Virginia is kind of like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would. I love New York. I love my whole family. My dad's brother, mother, stepfather, father, all that good stuff. They're all from. Well, they were and are currently from New York. And I lo- like New Jersey, New York. Mm-hmm. I love it. Maybe it's because I don't have to live there. Exactly. And I get to visit. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like New York City, Upper State, New oh, York. Yeah. This is nothing better than that. I know. All it's my so favorite. Exciting. All my favorite movies. All your favorite rom coms. When oh. Harry Met Sally. Oh my gosh! You know that's the number one. I looked it up. That's number one rated rom com. Is that the Harry Met Sally? Wow. So to um, to those listening, the few things I know about Linda before we got on this podcast, I know two things that she likes uh, cruises on the canal with the, <laughs> with the gals, and she likes rom coms, and that's all I've known. Right. Now, rewind. So the dairy farm, and then you moved to Virginia. How old were you when you moved to Virginia? I was in elementary school. Okay. And then so that was post-dairy farm dream. Mm-hmm. He got a job in Virginia, and then you went to school and just grew up here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. And I've moved a couple times, but all in the state of Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Richmond is home. Yeah. It's a good sure. place. Yeah. And I visit up north, but then I come home. I like yeah. it here. The weather, well, except for now, the weather's nice. This is, is this is terrible. This I is the Arizona heat. This is tough, this is, which leads me into which my transitions respect, <laughs> uh, in my finishing my two weeks of training. How much respect I have for our people in the field. I I shadowed them this past week, and um, I know it's not always this hot a temperature, but. You know, I give them kudos yeah. for being out there in it. Those canvassers are, those are, they're machines. They've got all the waters in the back. They, I mean, we could go on for forever on how hardworking they are. They, I don't, that's crazy, especially in the heat. And, and you were the first out of all new hires to do this shadowing program. That's what I understand. And I, I thank Lucy for setting it up that way because I really got a good perspective of all aspects of the business. Um, yesterday I went out with, uh, Paul on a sales design call and there was no power in the home. So again, we sat in two hours of, with the heat, but he was just as professional as if it was, you know, it's it another was, day. yeah. And, uh, and so I was like, well, you just 
you just don't know. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> but awesome. it's interesting. I learned a lot. I went out to um, operations. I've shadowed, uh, talked to the sales, talked to been in retail, been, you know, got a taste of what everybody in the company does, and they all seem to do um, do it with a smile on their face, and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things when coming to renewal to this job is there's so many departments. And there's so many different facets of what everyone does, and there's so much lingo mm-hmm. that is kind of overwhelming. So I mm-hmm. think it's a huge pro that you were able actually just to tap in and get get in the roots. Absolutely, yeah. I think this uh, it was a good experience, and um, otherwise I might be in the office, and then you know now I have a face with the name, and and uh, you know we kind of have connected to where if there's anything inside, I can support the outside people. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, support. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you mentioned support. Now, being a youngest, I'm also a youngest. Okay. Um, and they're pretty stereotypical, excuse me, like attributes. And I've never, youngest don't ever, they don't seem to fit into supportive. So that's interesting. I know. So how did you, was it just the older sisters or what? How did you get into that supportive? Because that seems like that's a huge part of your life. And what do you credit that to? <laughs> I think I credit it to my father. He never met a stranger. He was always lending a helping hand to anyone that needed it. And, um, and that, that is a true statement um, across the board at his funeral. Everyone had that to say about him, how he saw the good in people. And um, I think I just followed his lead with that. And, um, you know, I do have a, strong accounting background and and I've been in different industries with that um but overall all of the facets of that and administrative and customer service you know lead to helping systems work and and improving them hopefully you know lending a hand so that's I think that's where I get it from Helping the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. He would have he would have had a great asset at the dairy farm yeah. if you got into accounting sooner. Absolutely. We could have figured out how to hire somebody to do all that uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So renewal, beforehand, did you go to school? What did you study? Did you know you wanted to do supportive roles in college? Or when did that kind of click? Well, abs- actually, um, I uh, was headed down the art school path. Wow. Um, I paint and I have a creative side. And I thought I would go that direction, but I think that the family just was like, well, you need something that's a little bit more solid for a future and steered me into the business and accounting side. Um, I still like to dabble in art and go to art exhibit, you know, exhibits and follow different artists. Um, but I don't have as much time for that. That will be like maybe a retirement, you know, hobby. Yeah. Um, I love tennis. We're a big sports family and I've always played tennis, a little bit of golf, very poorly. So, you know, I I think those activities and connecting with friends and family take up most of my time. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. And uh, the uh, 
it seems like the antithesis of every creative person as we get to that that crossroad of like, okay, I would love to do this professionally. And then mm-hmm. someone's like, well, what are you, who's going to pay? What if the IRS comes knocking and you need some money? <laughs> yeah. So you wanted to, so the art, art route, that's super interesting. So you wanted to do like professional painting or how, what was your plan before accounting? You're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to make money for my art. See, I think I didn't have one. Really? You know, it was something that I had been recognized for my whole life. Yeah. But I didn't really have that plan. You know, I think um, people that come out of school and really know what they want to do right away, I mean, I'm envious of that. Those people scare me. I, I think my whole life is, has it's taken me that long to figure out, you know, where I fit in best, the kind of people that I work, you know, the, the best with. And... Um, you know, I wish I knew that when I was younger. Yeah. But I may have missed some things. So, you know, along the way. So it's it's all good. But such is life. Mm-hmm. It's the that's the it roadmap. Is. It is. Man. You never know. And do you feel like you've reached the point where you kind of know who you work best with and kind of where you fit in in a team? And how long did that take? Because I'm I'm taking notes. Well, that's and I'm encouraging. My my sons, I have two sons, mm-hmm. and to find what they like to do as yeah. well, like really to um, make sure that they're in the right path professionally. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I would say that I'm excited about being here um, in this environment. Everyone that I've met at the office and outside has been really friendly and open, and I like that. They're um, um, and relaxed, so I think this, you know, this culture yeah. um, is going to work well. Yeah, one of me. the one of the first things I noticed coming on was Thomas was our liaison for hiring and stuff, and he was just so inclusive, so welcoming, and as such. I don't think I realize the magnitude of how big we actually are, but no one makes it feel like that. It feels like a very yeah. family. It feels like Paige and his Paige and his goons. Like we're just yeah. Paige's team, and yeah. it's awesome because it's so cool. Renewal is huge, right? And we're a part of that, and we sell prestige windows, but we're just we're just a little family in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, yeah. There's nothing better. Yep. Um, so I definitely wanted I wanted to come back to this topic. Rom coms. Uh, now, let me have it. When did you start with the rom-coms? This is a huge part of to everyone tuning in today. Linda sat sat down in the office and gave me her list of best rom-coms, why they were the best, mm-hmm. what she just watched. And I, I took so many notes, and she has such a good movie taste. And I want to – this is for my own personal benefit. Mm-hmm. So rom-coms. Rom-coms. D- I mean, what's the recent one? What have you watched? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> what is my last one? Linda. I should know this off the top of my head. Well, see, that's the good thing about a rom-com. It doesn't have to be the recent one. I'll re-watch them. Yeah. Want my favorite ones? I'll go back and watch them again. At, you know, a couple years down the road, they're still like, you know, they still make me smile and make me laugh. And, um, and so, you know, I don't think... I don't think you can go wrong. You know, you're having a bad day. A good rom-com. I think the the archetype is so strong that we know what we're getting into every time that we forget what we got into. 
and it always just it just flows. You can just turn off your brain. You can. You can just turn it off. And so for the month of December, I'm really into it because I'm doing the Christmas Hallmarks, you know. How many? There's so many. There's so many. It's hard to choose. It's hard to get them all in. Are you a big, um, like, celebration holidays person? Like, yes. do you have routines and, and, like, every year traditions? Well, you know, I, I used to. But as my children are older, they're kind of dictating the tradition. So I'm being flexible and, yeah. and going with the flow. What works for them and their kids and uh-huh. that kind of thing. And it's kind of taking the pressure off of me. I bring a side dish. I don't have to do it all anymore. Do you miss Do you miss being the MC? I do. Yeah. I do a little bit. But as long as you get your hallmark. Yeah. As long as, you know, we're all sitting around that table and having a good time. I guess I just like to, you know, the feel-good movies. Yeah. 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 What's a tradition that you hope your kids will continue on that you inserted? Well, one thing is we're very close. Yeah. And I feel like a friend to them. That's really cool. And I really hope that they'll be the same with their children. You know, um, we talk about everything. And, um, you know, I, I was the mom when I had to be, but now I'm the role of, I'm your friend, and yeah. we can go have dinner and go have a good time together. And, you know, I'm just there to support you yeah. through your life and the challenges. Absolutely. Do you feel like when was that like button? You're just like, all right, mom duties, taking it back. We're friends now. What what age did they have to hit? Or what was the sign that you saw? Um, I think after they went to college. Yeah. That's kind of how And they came back, and they were like, you know, I enjoyed being around him again. You yeah. know, those years at college. It's like <laughs> No, I think and I think that's something that they'll really and how old are they now? Um, I have a thirty three year old and okay. a thirty six year old. Okay. That's like the same and grandkids. But look at that, you're already passing down the traditions are already being passed on the lineage. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I know, like you said, it's important to be friends with your kids. Not that I have like any I don't even have kids or to that point, but I know for my parents, my dad was like very hard knocks okay. and it was a very like, like Christmas was very, you know, mm-hmm. s- solemn and we, we got the deed done. We did the traditions and we were done. <laughs> but my mom was very like, very like, let's do something big. So I know for me and my wife now, it's like, we really, we want to make it like that. We want to sit down and have the eggnog. We don't have to rush. If you want to chit chat, like that's right. Let's have some laughs. Let's make yeah. it and just play some. Play some rummy. Oh, yeah. We play games. Do you like rummy? I love rummy. I love board games. I, I've really gotten back into board games. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better. It's like your own little world mm-hmm. that you put on the... Yeah. I mean, they have to put their tablets down so yeah. we can connect. That's uh, <laughs> that's so funny. I think I'm to that point, too, where it's like, all right, phone's away. I want to get in the nitty gritty. Because I think as you get older, it's like family. That's all it's, all, all it's about is mm-hmm. connecting with the family. It is. And you You're just, right. You already just, have it. You I'm already try- know. I'm trying. Yeah. And now it's so funny story. So I'm the youngest, like I said. So I have a brother who is 32, 33. Another one who just turned 30, 31. I just put them in the same ballpark of 30 plus at this point. Yeah. I have a sister who's 27. Wow. And then I just turned 24. So there's a huge gap. And out of all of those siblings, I am the first one to be married. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I like 
I don't know, because they were all homeschooled, and then I did like a homeschool private school route, so maybe that was the catalyst. Yeah. Uh, but they're so awesome. But now there's like this, me and my wife are like the next generation, and we have the power to change these holiday traditions oh. and make them fun and young, and we're not cleaning up the present wrapping as soon as it hits the ground type of vibe. Mm-hmm. So, this is, you know, I'm excited. This is our first Christmas as like a married unit, and we get to have the, we control the, the flow. Oh, I'm excited for you. Now, Are you going to host it? I want to. Okay. But we have like a apartment, so we can't really host okay. it. Okay. But but I'm I'm thinking about commandeering the grandparents' house. You know, and just like this is what we're going to do. Because mm-hmm. we're to that point. My family is very like, unless someone starts a plan, or if if we don't plan the beach trip, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh yeah, we'll just. But I know they want to, you know, mm-hmm. and we're going to make it happen. There's going to be we're going to have more family holidays. I'm going to have a special Christmas movie because my wife. Oh, yes. A Hallmark yeah. a Hallmark Christmas night. I know. Like, imagine. Yes. my So my wife's family, they invited me up to. So they have like this big Christmas. They went to the, the not the Poconos. I think it was the Poconos in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. They rented a cabin. It snowed. They all had their PJs. And they the mom made like her spaghetti or like there's all these traditions built up and they and we watched it's a wonderful life love that and i was like wow this is really cool it really is i love it yeah it make because i don't know it's just like that's something so fun so we're gonna we're gonna take these Mm -hmm. and we're gonna cherry pick which traditions and we're gonna put the coverts are gonna shape up i know well, you know, you got to catch up with the colberts i know the the colberts colberts yeah mr stephen colbert that's right my biggest um goal in life not the biggest, but on paper, is when you Google Stephen Covert, I want to at least be like page two because Stephen Colbert has flooded them. Mm-hmm. There's no no stopping him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So, but it's a wonderful life. Do you? Is that the type of movie you're going to be watching this year? You know, we're more the Christmas story. Uh, I've never seen. It. That's what they like. Is that a good one? You know, but growing up, it was a wonderful life. My parents. They, um, we call them June and Ward Cleaver. I mean, really, they were like so. Is that that's the name of the people, right? Leave it to Beaver. Remember, you two guys. I don't. I know they were just like you know the perfect parents, perfect everything, and we would watch that. It's a Wonderful Life movie, but now my kids like. um, Oh, they like the other one too with Arnold Schwarzenegger, whatever that was. Is that remember the cop, RoboCop? Terminator? Tur- no, no, the Christmas one he did. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know that was a tradition. I didn't know people watched Arnold Christmas. He's, he's got this funny Christmas movie. No. Um, but I can't think of the name of it. Um, where he he's a bad dad and he had to try to find the perfect gift for his kid. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll come to me after we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm getting I'm excited now. I want I want Thanksgiving and Black Friday. I want the whole nine. I'm getting excited <laughs> for the spirit. I know when it's not hot out. <laughs> I know. Um but that's awesome. Linda, just coming from the team, we're so excited to have you. Oh, thank it's you. It's so good to have just a fresh face and someone that's doing such an important job of I know for me the support is huge because mm-hmm. I'm just technically speaking, just not very like you know, I need that organization. I need someone that's good at accounting that helps the whole department out. And it's so cool to see the numbers come to life. Mm-hmm. And you bring those to us. Okay. And it's so good to have you here. Thank you for having me. And 
Um, I look forward to working RBA. Absolutely. And one final question. If you could be any animal, who would it be? And then we'll close out. Oh, I know. Wow, that was quick. Flamingo. A flamingo. I love flamingos. You'll start seeing the collection coming in on my desk. What's now, I know we're closing out, but I have to know, my mom loves flamingos too. What's the fascination with flamingos? I just think they're cute, and they're but they're different. They're a different cute, you yeah. know? And then the fact that they can stand there on one leg and be pink. That's crazy. Come on. My mom used to, uh, I forgot what it was called, but she had like a group of her gals that would flamingo people's yards. Oh, yeah. Did you do that? No, but I've seen it. She thought it was the funniest. I wish funniest. somebody would do my yard. She thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah, I just love it. I love it. That's I would love about. to. I would love for somebody to, you know, flamingo me. I think for your for one of your work anniversaries, we'll just cover your Let's yard with flamingos. It. Oh, would you? Well, you can't know about it. I'd have to be surprised. Oh, okay. So you didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. Well, Linda, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much to everybody listening. I hope you have a cup of coffee in your hand. Linda, what's your favorite cup of coffee? It's your go to. The type. Yeah. Starbucks. Starbucks. Type you, place. Oh, oh. Those aren't very good in K-Cups, but they taste good in a normal I love, cup. I love Pike Place. Pike, I hope you have a Pike Place brewed in your hand while you're listening to this podcast. And I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Um, and have a good rest of your week. Enjoy the heat. Hopefully, we get some cool weather. But Linda, thank you so much for being here. If you see Linda around the office, say hi. Talk about your favorite part of the podcast. Bring up a rom-com. Um, but that's all for us. That's what we should do. What? Uh, have everybody tell us their favorite rom-com. Look at this. You're already supporting. Let's do it. That's awesome. Let's see. Let's hey, see if you're way. if you're listening, get in that group me on Monday and tell me your favorite yeah. favorite rom com. Yeah, and you can put hashtag Linda wants to know. Whew. That's it. Love it. We're signing off. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks.